Hello, everybody. Welcome to Start Strong Kids. My name is Dr. Laura Rakos, and I'm the owner of Eagle Rock Nutrition, an integrative healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle intervention strategy for disease prevention and health maintenance. At Eagle Rock Nutrition, we try to be very community focused by hosting as many uh, webinars and live events as we can just to keep our community engaged and I decided that for the month of November and December that I would focus on children especially because uh, those are the chapters in my textbook that I'm teaching my college students so I'm also on the faculty at a number of universities in New Jersey and um, I teach from a textbook called Nutrition from Science to You and this is the week that we're, we are recovering nutrition for um, infants, toddlers, tweens, teens, and older adults. Uh, and so i like to introduce this program, which was initiated by the Juice Plus program. Juice Plus is a company that I've endorsed for the past couple of years now, particularly because um, they are entirely focused on whole food and the use of whole food for disease prevention. Jan, can we mute people or do I have to mute them? I'm getting a lot, little bit of a background. So if you... Uh, okay. And also, we've lost your, your screen. You lost my screen? Yeah, I don't know what's going on tonight, why this is so... Oh, after, even after I started recording? Yeah. Oh, all right. So let me stop, she, let me stop the screen share and restart it again, okay? Okay. Maybe we're not going to be able to record this tonight because I'm probably not going to redo the introduction again. Okay. Since our uh, since all the attendees have heard it now twice. <laughs> all right. I stopped it, and we'll share the screen again. And how's that? Can what? Can you see the screen? Thumbs up. Is that okay? Yes. All right. So, right. So, if you'd like to learn more about me, this is my website, um, www.eaglerock.com. That's uh, spelled E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K. Uh, come visit me anytime. I'm located at 397 Chestnut Street in Union, New Jersey. I have a lot of things going on to the website, but certainly welcome you all to listen to the podcast or read one of the blogs, which are published on the syndicated blog site, Mind Body Green. So I really wanted to, so I've just noticed in the last couple of months, you know, most people know that I work with um, adults, but you'd be surprised to know how many children I've been working with lately. And you, maybe you might even thinking um, I, I work with a lot of uh, tweens and teenagers that are picky eaters, but lately I've been actually having a lot of toddlers, right? And so the problem is that, you know, we, we, um, enable our children to eat the foods that are easy for them to digest, like cereal and rices and, you know, and processed foods, but we never really teach them how to eat real food. So at some point, as your children are getting older, they need to eat, be eating these kinds of foods, fruits and vegetables, whole grains, healthy fats, salads, um, you know, uh, as, as best quality food as you can find in your, and afford to purchase from your supermarket. All right, the problem is that, uh, especially in the United States, 
that our food supply is incredibly modified. So even foods that are generally good for you are modified with ingredients that are considered to be addictive. Um, they also modify the taste and texture of foods so that they appeal to your senses more than the original food. So this is this particular slide is focusing on a book that was published by Michael Moss called Salt, Sugar, Fat, How the Food Giants Hooked Us. And that is just to show you how the food that you're purchasing in your supermarket is adulterated with sugar, salt, and fat. These are ingredients that modify the taste and texture of foods so that they are more appealing. So even things like, you know, beef and chicken uh, have, you know, more, you know, we have added fat to those kinds of foods. We've added salt to potatoes and french fries. We've, we've added sugar to cereals. Even applesauce, which has natural sugar in it already, we've added quite a bit of sugar to that, right? So, uh, you know, and, and then even milk, you know, do we need, need to be drinking full fat milk or could we could we be drinking milk with less fat or maybe some dairy alternatives? So just to, I'm, this is just a, a talking point for the purposes of the topic of this presentation. All right, so what I really wanna teach my patients, my students, my family and my friends, what they should be eating. Half of your plate should consist of fruits and vegetables, Roughly uh, a little bit more than a quarter should consist of whole grains. A little less of, than a quarter should consist of protein uh, with some calcium and vitamin D on the side. So in general, you should be eating at least eight to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day, ideally eight to 13. And what is a serving? A serving really isn't that much. It's a half of a cup, which maybe in your mind might be more than what you're thinking, but it's really not. A half of a cup is a teeny tiny portion. So it doesn't take much effort to get eight to 13 of those servings into your diet in a day. Or does it? <laughs> all right. So how do we get, you know, with this, all this adulteration, I just want to show you that the food that you're probably eating is not what you think it truly is. So if this is an illustration that shows you what whole wheat looks like, uh, this is where this is what it looks like after it's been processed. So how does it get from this to this? So in order for that to happen, we have to take the whole grain, the whole wheat, and we have to strip all the good stuff. So a grain has three layers. The outside is the bran. That's where all the fiber is. The very center of the grain is called the germ. And that's where all the really good nutrients are. That's where the vitamin E is, B vitamins, and healthy fat and healthy oils. Like that's really where you get all the oils from sunflower oil and safflower oil and soybean oil. It comes from the germ, all right? The very center is called the endosperm, and that's basically white flour. That's your carbohydrates, and that's your gluten, all right? So we throw away the bran, and we throw away the germ, and what we end up it with is white flour, and that's and that's basically what this is, all right? Things that are made from white flour. So my goal is to get the bran and the germ back into your diet. 
All right, so this is just an illustration that shows how that happens, but uh, I'm gonna forgo this slide for now and show you that once we take away the brand and that center, the germ, what do we have to do? We have to uh, add those nutrients that we discarded back in. And what are those nutrients? They're mostly B vitamins like riboflavin, niacin, and thiamine. And I do want you to understand that those are B vitamins that allow us to derive energy from the foods that we're eating. So without those three, we'll be very, very tired. We won't be able to produce the energy that we need to get through the day. We also add back some vitamin B6. Um, there are us other foods where we add vitamin B12. We add something called tocopherol, which is basically vitamin E, right? So we add the vitamin E that we stripped from the germ. And we might also add vitamin C, which is an antioxidant. Uh, and it's a preservative, basically, but very good for you. It preserves the food that you're eating. And it preserves you, if you will. Okay, so how do I want you to get all of those layers? I really want you to eat more intact grains. And one of the intact grains that I tend to promote is oats. You know, I'm a big champion of overnight oats, of cooked oatmeal. And here's just a really appealing way to make your oatmeal. This is what I made for my kids, you know, for breakfast in the morning. Yes, this, I made this. It's basically uh, when I cook my oatmeal, I cut up an apple and I actually cook the apple right in the oatmeal, right there. Uh, it's fall now. We're in the we're in the throes of of fall on the East Coast, so lots of pumpkin. So I add a dollop of pumpkin. I add some cinnamon and nutmeg for for flavor and for my kids because they like a little sweet. I add a little bit of maple syrup. Okay, so that's a, a great thing to have for breakfast. I also like to hide that germ in their white waffles and, pa and pancakes. So sometimes I make pancakes right out of oats. I don't even use flour. I use whole oats. I just put the oats right into the blender and I make a flour from oatmeal. I might throw in some flax seeds. Flax seeds are really good for you because they have healthy fat that's good for your brain. Omega-3 fatty acids, and I'm going to say more about that in a minute. It. I might throw in some blueberries, but not in these waffles and pancakes, but I do throw in wheat germ to get those uh, all those nutrients from the germ. I'm going to throw in some extra wheat bran to get more fiber into their breakfast. I might even, when I'm making the flour out of those oats, I might even throw in some pecans for extra protein. Okay, and why do I do that? Why do I do that? that for breakfast, why am I focused on whole grains? Because this is what we need to feed the bacteria in our gut, uh, which then brings up the topic of your microbiome. Um, if you follow me, if you followed me for the last two years, you know that I'm very fixated on the microbiome, on your gut, and on your brain, all right? And that is because the bacteria and the microbes that live in you and on you do so many things for your health, all right? The bacteria in your colon, right, help you digest the fiber in the fruits and vegetables and whole grains that you're eating. Now, not only do they help you digest uh, fiber, they also help to extract the nutrients from the foods that you're eating. They even produce their own nutrients for you. So very important in digestion, all right? 
they also, when you're feeding the good bacteria in your colon, right, when you're allowing them to flourish, they will protect you against dangerous bacteria and viruses. So the good bacteria prevent the growth of the bad bacteria. Uh, they also protect you from viral infections by supporting your immune system. The good bacteria turn your immune system on and off. They can actually sense when there are viruses in your environment and they turn on your immune system so that you can be protected from those pathogens. All right, give me a minute. I spent too much time talking on that slide, so now I can't, um, you have to give me a second to let me advance to the next slide. So just bear with me, just give me a little mini minute. Uh, here we go. So since I brought up this topic of the immune system, I'm sure you're sitting there saying, well, I want to have a good microbiome. How do I get that? How can I make sure that I have a strong immune system? So your immune system really starts at birth, all right, traveling through that birth canal. As you're going through the birth canal, all the bacteria and other microbes from your mother are going in the baby. They're going in the baby's eyes and the nose and the mouth all over your body. And you're actually training your immune system right at birth. And we know that this is critical because babies that are born by cesarean section um, don't really have the same microbial composition as babies that are born vaginally. Um, there's a couple of problems with cesarean sections. The babies are not getting the same kind of bacteria. They're getting bacteria from the doctors, from the nurses, from the instruments, from the floor. Um, because the mother is given uh, an antibiotic, because it's a, a surgical procedure, the baby doesn't get to have, um, it delays the breastfeeding, so the baby doesn't get to go to the breast immediately after birth. The antibiotics that they've given the mo mother kill off some of her microbiome, all right? And so we know that these babies seem to have less diverse flora, they have fewer bacteria, and they have more pathogenic bacteria, such, such as Clostridium difficile. All right, uh, the bacteria also, like the what bacteria they do have from the mother resembles that just found on the skin of the mother. All right, now this is really important. You, it's really important to acquire these good bacteria from the mother, provided that the mother actually has good microbiome, a healthy microbiome herself. Um, today, I had no less than six patients um, who uh, acquired uh, unhealthy bacteria from the mother, which then had a hugely profoundly de deleterious effect on their immune systems and on their cognitive functioning. So how does the microbiome impact cognition? All right, well, there's some, something called the HPA axis, a-axis, which is your brain, your hypothalamus, pituitary, and adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands sit on top of your kidneys. And the adrenal glands produce your stress hormones, all right? So you're supposed to produce stress hormones only at specific times. But the problem with, the problem is that when we don't have healthy development 
at birth of this HPA axis, these are the children that are going to be prone to having very high levels of stress hormones and having cognitive problems later in life. So it's really important that the bacteria uh, colonize the gut early in life so that, that this HPA axis is developed. There are other um, presentations that I've given that describe like how this HPA axis develops and the consequences of poor development. So we'll save that for another, uh, another topic. But the purpose here is just to emphasize how important it is to have healthy gut bacteria when you're very, very young. I guess I can't spend too much time on each slide. I really have to go flying through these babies. <laughs> Here we go. All right, so what happens um, early in life that have an adverse effect on this microbiome? Uh, we kill off those good bacteria with antibiotics, doctors constantly prescribing antibiotics, um, and, and especially our diet. We're not feeding the bacteria in our gut. We're not eating enough fruits and vegetables. We're not eating enough whole grains. We're eating lots of processed grains, lots of sugar, and that's not what the good bacteria eat. What happens, what you're really doing are feeding yeast, and a lot of these children that have all kinds of um, digestive problems and cognitive problems, one of the main issues is that they have systemic yeast infection because they're focused on eating so many sugary foods. All right, there are also some other environmental factors that kill off the microbiome, the pollution in the air, um, and then also, all right, pollution in the air, but then also not really being exposed to enough bacteria in the air, all right? So the, the quality of our air has change for the good and for, for the bad. Um, our our preterm infants, um, babies now are, are surviving earlier and earlier at birth, and so their digestive tracts are not fully developed. They don't make enough acid in their stomach, uh, so that requires more fre frequent feeding. There are more pathogenic bacteria, less microbial diversity. Uh, we're also hyperfixated on the use of antiseptics, we have antiseptic in every room in our house, on our desks, everywhere. We give the, the animals that are used in the food chain antibiotics. So not only are people being overprescribed antibiotics, but the animals are being overprescribed antibiotics, whether they need them or not. Uh, vaccines are great. Vaccines have really eliminated lots of uh, epidemics, but the problem is that well, now that we are fully vaccinated, we're, we're dulling our immune system by not training our bodies to uh, be strong against uh, these uh, viral infections. Uh, another, another impact on microbial diversity is genetic modification of foods. You know, we're treating our, our uh, we're modifying the foods so that we can uh, treat them with herbicides and pesticides, right, which have an impact on the kinds of, the kinds of, the kinds of pests and the weeds 
that the food chain is, is exposed to. So that's having an impact on the microbiome. And then our obsession with hygiene. We just take too many showers. We're just not, we're just not exposing our bodies to enough bacteria. All right. So what, where has this gotten us? All right. So there's good bacteria and there's bad bacteria. Commensal bacteria is the, are the good guys. The pathogenic bacteria are the bad guys. And we need more good guys so that we have a strong immune system. All right. So for the purposes of this uh, webinar, uh, I cannot overemphasize how important it is to ensure that your babies are developing their immune system with bacteria and the kinds of foods that they need to be eating. Um, breast milk is just, you know, the perfect food for a baby for a variety of, of reasons. It has just the right amount of macronutrients. It has just the right amount of protein. It has just the right amount of carbohydrates, just the right amount of sugar. It's just sweet enough so that the baby enjoys eating it. But most importantly, it has just the right amount of fat. Um, breast milk is unique in that 50% is fat. Uh, that is something that simply cannot be duplicated in any other kind of food, right? Uh, we cannot duplicate, while many companies try to duplicate the composition of breast milk in formula, very high to very hard to duplicate that. And as a result, the formula-fed infants seem to have more uh, pathogenic bacteria and fewer commensal bacteria, all right? So what the companies that do make formulas are trying to do is to add special ingredients that are good for the bacteria in the babies. These ingredients are called prebiotics, Prebiotics are foods that the probiotics, the good bacteria in your digestive tract, this is what they eat. Uh, it is not sugar. It is not processed carbohydrates. Uh, it's basically fiber. All right, so what is the magic age? And this is what I want you to remember. By the time your child is three years old, their microbiome is fully developed. It resembles that of a that of an adult. So I really want all the parents listening to this webinar to understand how critical those first three years of your child are, uh, not only because you want them to have a healthy digestive tract, but the reason why you want their digestive tract to be healthy is so that they can have a strong immune system, and with that comes a healthy cognition, a healthy brain, because the digestive tract basically represents the enteric nervous system, which mirrors the functionality of the central nervous system. So the brain and the gut are highly, highly connected. And you really need, in order for that communication to be fully established, you need to foster the growth of good bacteria in the gut. All right, and that finally brings me to the main topic of this webinar, which is the Start Strong Kids program. And if you follow this program the way I want you to, you will understand that the benefit is so that you can establish a strong immune system in your child. 
So where can you find all the information for this program? You can find it at the HealthyLivingRevolution.com website. Uh, the website, as soon as you go to HealthyLivingRevolution.com, this website that you're, look, you're looking right at it, as soon as you go there, you will see instructions for the Start, Start Strong Kids program. And you'll also, under that resources tab that hopefully you're looking at right now, underneath the resources tab, there are lots of excellent cookbooks and guidebooks. All right, so let me just describe to you some of these really great resources that you have at your, your fingertips. All right, for children who are now uh, off to school, which starts as early as, as the age of three, uh, you can work with your child to plan what they're going to have for lunch. And this is just one of the pages in this guide. Together, you could pick and choose what kinds of fruits and vegetables you're going to have. And these are the foods that the bacteria in your digestive tract eat. You can agree on a plant-based protein. Uh, we could have some um, healthy carbohydrates. So these are the, the Starches are complex carbohydrates. They're not simple carbohydrates. Complex carbs take a little bit more effort for the body to digest, uh, and they also um, prevent your blood sugar from rising too quickly. Uh, and maybe you might not be thinking that high blood sugar is an issue for your child, but once your child starts um, having an affinity for simple carbohydrates that rapidly raise your blood sugar, you are actually starting, that is your first entree to diabetes. Once they start having that affinity for candy and sweets, right, uh, you, it, you may not see the signs early on, but you are launching, you know, a lifelong relationship with diabetes. So you definitely don't want to do that. All right, so we have that. Uh, I love this page. This is uh, a page that lists some really great snacks for kids. Your kids aren't going to like all of these snacks, but I'm sure that you will like some of these snacks. You've got to come to a consensus. You've got to find something because they simply cannot eat crackers and um, pretzels all day long. All right, here's another thing that's in this guidebook, which I really like. So. The Start Strong Kids are not, is not simply only about diet. It's also about lifestyle. So at Eagle Rock Nutrition, I spent a lot of time talking about the importance of, of exercise and simply not sitting, just simply um, getting away from, from the couch or your chair. Uh, we all know that sitting is the new smoking. And if you instill in your child the importance of movement, they will tend to be less sedentary later on in life. So this is just this is just a teeny tiny snapshot of what I found in the Start Strong Kids guidebook. It's just like a list of activities you can encourage your child to do. It comes with little stickers. There are, there are sample, um, sample tasks for uh, a three-year-old up to 11 years old. So I kind of really like the way that uh, the, the guide doesn't just focus on early education, it goes right up at, until middle school. And it has all these really fun things that they could be doing. It also teaches them the importance of independence. All right, so 
what do I like to promote? So what, when you come into the office, what are some of the, the ways that I want to foster the growth of healthy bacteria in your digestive tract so that you have that strong immune system? I actually like anything that has prebiotic fibers. So any food that has a prebiotic fiber and what you're looking at is just one of the foods that I like because it's completely plant-based and really was very specifically designed to ensure healthy digestive tract. So this is a protein shake. Um, I do have a separate webinar called Deconstructing Protein Shakes and Protein Bars, um, where I talk about this protein shake in more detail, all right? But I love the Juice Plus uh, Complete Protein Shake because it's basically a really tasty prebiotic fiber in a package. All of the ingredients come from non-genetically modified uh, crops uh, made from low, minimally processed water washed soybean rice pea chickpea has some apple fiber all these lovely plant-based ingredients um, gluten-free grains like amaranth quinoa millet so no gluten uh, got some really nice uh, fibrous uh, crops like pumpkin pomegranate spirulina uh, and finally something that i'd like to point out Fructo-oligosaccharide, which is a, a well-known prebiotic fiber, which is very good for the growth of the bacteria in your digestive tract. Uh, so while, you know, I will confess that this may not be the only plant-based shake on the market, it is by far my favorite. And if you listen to my deconstructing protein shake webinars, you will see how the quality of the ingredients in this particular product compare to many more recognizable products. But this, I cannot say enough good things about the importance of this particular protein shake, not only because it has prebiotic fiber ingredients, but I also like everything about it. Oh, by the way, it has zero, the vanilla has zero grams of fat, if that's important to you. All right, uh, so if you are, if you do go onto the um, Healthy Living Revolution website, one of the things that you will find are monthly theme uh, pictures. So there's monthly theme graphics on that website, all right? And every month you will get two recipes for a protein shake. All right, so this is for the month of November. So there's one shake recipe that for the vanilla and a one shake recipe that uses the chocolate shake because the complete comes in vanilla and chocolate. And I, I sure do hope that your mouth is watering. If you, if you do have a child that's a picky eater, um, I'm gonna hope that it's recipes like this and foods like this that stimulate their appetite. All right, uh, and one of the things that I share with my patients that come to Eagle Rock is I give them this rubric. So for all the teachers out there, this is a rubric. You basically pick one ingredient from this each category. So this is just a tutorial that shows you how to make your own smoothie. So you start with a base, which is something liquidy, which could be water. It could even be coffee, um, but don't give your kids coffee. All right, a protein powder. Uh, some fruit, something green. If they like their shake thicker, you could add some uh, avocado or a nut butter, like almond butter, 
and then you could add something to make it taste a little snazzier, like some cinnamon or some vanilla. All right, you could add ice to desired consistency. Uh, I usually put that in my blender for about a minute, but here's a little tutorial on how to make your own protein shake. And then what are you gonna give them for lunch? I really like the idea of putting lots of fun, healthy things in a wrap, right? You could use anything. A wrap doesn't have to be made from uh, a whole wheat wrap. It doesn't have to be made from a grain. You could use kale. You could use Swiss chard. You could use collard greens. You could use just about anything as a wrap. And you could put all kinds of fun, uh, interesting, healthy ingredients in your wrap. So this is what you could be making your kids for lunch. All right, and then um, I'm not really a big snack person. I'm not really a big protein bar person. Really, the only time that I um, promote protein bars are for my truck drivers or for my shift workers that work at night. But uh, for a child, why don't you get them in the habit of making their own protein balls? So rather than buying some protein bar, you could teach them how to use, take the, the protein powder or protein powder, you could take the complete, and make a protein ball. So if you go to that pro, uh, healthylivingrevolution.com website, not only are you gonna get from the monthly theme graphics uh, menu, not only will you get two recipes every month for a shake, but you will get two recipes every month for a protein ball. Most of the protein balls are made with oatmeal, so I love that. And you could use Bob's Red Mill gluten-free oats because they're gluten-free and they're very high quality, all right? So you could use those oats and follow the, the complete instructions to make a protein ball. And so this month, one of the recipes was for a peanut butter and jelly ball. And don't they look good? But uh, if you're too busy to make a protein ball, uh, the Juice Plus company does from those same exact wonderful ingredients for the protein shake. They also make protein bars. So right now, uh, these bars are about three years old, I think. They just reconfigured the ingredients in the bars. So they have a tart, tart cherry and honey bar that's not made with soybeans, and they have a dark chocolate and a fig protein bar that is made with non-GMO, minimally processed, water-washed soybeans. But both of these bars, very high in plant-based proteins. Because they're made from plants, they're very high in fiber, vegetarian, no dairy ingredients. They are low glycemic. So I would say, and I've done this experiment on myself, when I compare these bars to some of the other bars that are also offered by health companies, all right, these truly are the only bars that don't raise my blood sugar, all right? They just don't. Um, they're also gluten-free. A lot of the other bars, for whatever reason, they may not have sugar, but they might have sugar alcohols. These bars don't have sugar alcohols, which I really, really like. Um, they, 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 they truly are low glycemic. They do not raise your blood sugar. All right, so now let's move on to dinner. We've covered breakfast, we've covered snack, 
We've covered lunch. So what kind of dinners do you want to make for your kids? Well, if you're a really busy mom and you're just not Martha Stewart, here are uh, five-minute dinners that nutritionists eat. So here are three ingredients, three things that you can make every night uh, that are quick and nutrient-dense. All right, so uh, here's seven good ideas. So I hope you captured all that. All right, now I want to talk about the importance of healthy fat. So if you're a child, your brain and your heart are evolving, uh, you know, really up until at least you're in your early 20s. And so I do talk about the importance of eating healthy fat. Healthy fats are monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fatty acids. These kinds of fats are considered to be healthy because they're not solid once they hit your body. The monounsaturated fats uh, tend to be uh, mushy, I guess I want to use that as a descriptor, all right? They tend not to be solid once they're inside your body. Polyunsaturated fats, saturated fats are even less solid. They're actually liquid at room temperature. So the monos come from nuts and peanut butter, olives and olive oil and avocados. Can't say enough good things about avocados. It's a real superfood. Um, polyunsaturated fatty acids such as EPA and DHA come from fatty fish, but also found in flax seeds, Brussels sprouts, even eggs. Um, if you're not a fish eater, I, I am not resistant to recommending a fish oil, all right? Uh, and if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, uh, one thing I might recommend for you, especially your child who might not be a fish eater yet, if your child is not eating fish, then I highly, highly recommend the newest product from Juice Plus, which is an Omega Blend. Not only, so this is a completely vegan Omega capsule, which not only is made from the omega-3 fatty acids, which are found in fatty fish, but also contain omega-5, omega-6, omega-7, and omega-9. I believe we did record the last presentation webinar that I gave describing each one of these omegas, uh, where they're from, and what they do for the body. But this Omega Blend product is made from algae, not from fish. So algae is what the fish eat in order to make the EPA and DHA omega-3 fatty acids, which have definitively and clinically been shown to reduce inflammation and promote all kinds of great health. I do want you to know that breast milk is very high in DHA, uh, but that's certainly hard to get your hands on. All right, these other omegas come from pomegranate seeds, sea buckthorn berry seeds, raspberry seeds, tomato seeds, and safflower seeds. So the germ of all those seeds is where these oils are found. So all of these crops are non-genetically modified. They are harvested by the farmer specifically for the Juice Plus company. So these crops are produced exclusively for Juice Plus, which ensures a very high quality. So uh, I cannot say enough good things about getting more healthy fat into your, into your child while their brains are growing and their hearts are evolving. Good fat replaces bad fat. Just remember that. All right, so, Back to the microbiome. How do I want to make sure that the 
composition of the bacteria in your digestive tract are going to support you. They're going to support your digestion so that you could absorb nutrients from the food that you're eating, and they're going to support your immune system. Um, the Juice Plus Company is so remarkable in so many ways. Not only does it produce those wonderful prebiotic foods, the protein shake and the protein bar, they also produce their own product, which is made entirely from fruits and vegetables. 30 different fruits and vegetables and some grains. So we have, we now have the berry, the fruit and the vegetable and each one of those products uh, in a capsule or in a chewable are made from 10 different fruit, uh, fruits and vegetables. So the berry is 10 different berries, but also includes cocoa and, and artichoke. The fruit and the vegetable, 10 fruits, 10 vegetables. I need to update this slide because we now have uh, lemon peel in the fruit, which is awesome. I love the fact that they have lemon peel instead of papaya. We replaced the papaya because it's hard to get non-genetically modified papaya. Uh, most of the papaya crop is a unique uh, 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 a uh, fruit as it is. Most of papaya is genetically modified. And also, we're trying to find um, a crop that's high in folate so that we could eliminate the need to add folic acid, which is a uh, B vitamin that's really critical for brain development and development of the immune system and also heart very heart healthy. So we've replaced the papaya with lemon peel, all right? But what I do like about the fruit and the vegetable product is that both of them are, contain beets, all right? So how are these products made? Um, the Juice Plus Company has retained farms and nurseries all over the world, uh, wherever the best crops can be found. So if the best grapes come from France, they will get the grapes from France. The fruits and vegetables are harvested. All of the fruits and vegetables are grown to the peak of ripeness, which enhances the, the phytonutrient content of the fruits and vegetables. They are grown to the peak of ripeness and they are dried down under low temperature drying conditions to preserve the composition of the phytonutrient content and they are encapsulated or put into a chewable. All right, and how do we know that this particular product made from fruits and vegetables is good for you because the Juice Plus company has, uh, who's, who's moving my slides? I don't know why this is happening, sorry guys. The Juice Plus company is the only company that I know of that has such an extensive publication rec record to document all of the clinical efficacy. So as of right now in 2018, uh, the company has nearly 40 published clinical studies, all right? 14 of them demonstrate that the product is orally bioavailable. That means that when you take the food in your mouth, the phytonutrients are shown to be getting into the blood and subsequently having a positive impact on your health. There's 36 peer-reviewed publications that demonstrate that they improve your heart health, they improve the functionality of your platelets and your blood, reduce blood uh, lipid layer levels, cholesterol, lower cholesterol, lower triglycerides, improve blood sugar regulation. That's a new finding. Very excited for my um, 
for my diabetic patients, so now I can endorse this for enhanced blood sugar control. But what I'm really excited about is a study that is yet to be published, but is ongoing. The Juice Plus company is overseeing a very important study to show how the, how the phytonutrients in Juice Plus uh, improve the health of the gut, how they enhance the growth of commensal, those good bacteria, so that you have a stronger immune system. Because that would then support all of the studies that actually show that it has an impact on the immune system. Uh, I have read most of these studies, a word for word, looked at all the data to show that it reduces levels of, um, of uh, cytokines and chemokines that cause inflammation, reduces levels of oxidative stress, reduces the levels of oxidized proteins, so damage to your proteins, reduces damage to your DNA, looking at um, DNA breakage, uh, and reduced levels of oxidized lipids in your blood. Um, but what's really exciting for children has to do with the children's health study that was started um, um, at least 10 years ago. So uh, the Juice Plus company has decided that this particular product or Juice Plus product is so critical for human health that children should get the product for free. Uh, they want the product to be free because they've already published a study to show that children that take Juice Plus in a study with overweight 10-year-old boys, a consistent consumption of Juice Plus reduces weight in 10-year-old overweight boys. They have taken that study and extrapolated those data to a much broader community. So now there are over, are over 1 million children who participated in the Juice Plus Children's Health Study, and they have now statistically shown a, a, a large number of health benefits to children. So this year, in 2018, the company revised the children's health study to include parents. They want the study to be more family focused. So they've renamed the children's health study Healthy Starts for Families. So this is a little bit more encompassing. Instead of just providing this product that is free for your child, so for every adult in the family that takes Juice Plus, one child will get it for free. And they will not just get it free once, they will get the product free for four years. All right, and that is because the company is so dedicated to the health of your family that they want to stay in communication with you. They want to hear how you're doing, and they want to continue to give you tools to ensure the health of your family uh, and, th and thus the Healthy Living Revolution with the Start Strong Kids program. All right, so we have the Healthy Starts for, for Families, and here is just what you can expect to see. All right, children get their Juice Plus for free. You will find that when the kids are focusing on eating their Juice Plus, they do tend to eat more fruits and vegetables. They may, may not be eating eight to 13 servings of fruits and vegetables a day, but they will be eating more. And to bridge that gap, to bridge that gap for the fruits and vegetables that they're not eating, they will be getting those necessary phytonutrients 
from Juice Plus. We also find because they're focused on their health, they're drinking more water, they have fewer visits to the doctor, they take less, fewer prescription medications, they are fewer missed days of school, 96% of the Juice Plus kids experience some kinds of a positive benefit. All right, I even have a three-year-old patient who wrote her own little song about Juice Plus. So um, maybe we'll uh, hear that one of these days. So this is the study where the children's data were published. In a six-month study of lean and overweight boys, we found that consistent consumption of Juice Plus uh, reduced weight in overweight boys, improved blood sugar control, and uh, good bioavailability, meaning that the product that they were taking was getting into the bloodstream where it was having an impact on their overall health. The fact that improved insulin resistance in overweight boys, that is remarkable and that is a super duper important finding. All right, so here is just a summary of all the, the great benefits that you can expect from your children taking Juice Plus. All right, and I know of no other health product that can do anything like this. So what else is new with the Healthy Starts for Families? So if you go onto the Healthy Starts for Families um, website, so you can actually go to my website, the www.eaglerock.com, and you can navigate to the Healthy Starts for Families where you find lots of really nice um, suggestions. So we're not just about healthy eating, we're about healthy living. So incorporating fitness, you'll find fitness in your Healthy Starts for Families, program, you'll find fitness ideas on the Healthy Living Revolution website. Lots of videos that you can participate in, uh, lots of encouragement to drink more water, and lots of encouragement to go to bed on time. I do want to say this, that I want all of my patients to eat at the same time every day and to go to bed at the same time every night or day, whenever that is. The reason why you want to do this is because you have a circadian rhythm and you have these clock, tick-tock clock genes, all right? You have a master clock gene and each one of your organs has a clock gene. And when you eat at different times of the day, especially when you just delay eating, all right, and when you go to bed at different times every night or when you delay sleep long after the sun has gone down, what happens is you damage this circadian rhythm. All of those clock genes become out of sync. These genes need to be synchronized so that you can function optimally throughout the day. And so who is one of my favorite champions for all of this, for the Children's Health Study, for the Healthy Starts for Family, but none other than Dr. Bill Sears, my favorite pediatrician. I read his baby books when I had my own kids, and now he's one of my mentors. Because he understands the importance of fruits and vegetables, the importance of phytonutrients, and how you need to flood your body each and every day with phytonutrients, he is one of the biggest champions to ensure that the Juice Plus company provides the fruit and vegetable product for free. And he's an, an awesome speaker, very caring. He will answer any one of your questions. So if you are a Juice Plus customer and you do want to engage with him, um, I am sure that I can make that happen. All right. As a matter of fact, he's one of my personal mentors. I get to meet him each and every time I go to the Juice Plus uh, leadership conferences. And it's such a pleasure because when I, I do have many interesting 
pediatric patients, and he will uh, eagerly brainstorm with me when I'm kind of stuck and befuddled. But he and I both agree that the reason why Juice Plus is so good for children is because it does restore the growth of the healthy bacteria in the digestive tract. So uh, as as you end, so if you download that um, Start Strong Kids guide and as you follow through all of those the lunch ideas the snack ideas the exercise ideas which actually i did for my children when they were very very young and i thought it really resonated with them at the end there is a a little award that you could give your child so here's a start strong ambassador award you can print out and give this to your child and and hang it on their door just so that they have some inspiration to keep their healthy habits going All right so um, if you invited someone to listen to this webinar tonight and you would like them to participate in the start strong kids program and the Healthy Starts for Family program, you can sign them up. So you can sign up yourself, or you can sign up anyone that you invited to participate in this webinar. Um, so just make sure you get um, the name of the, the children and the name of the adult. And uh, if you need help um, registering your family and friends for the program, let me know. So uh, if you have any questions, you can ask them now. If you'd like help registering whoever you invited to this uh, webinar, you can send your inquiries to me at eaglerock at comcast.net. That's E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K at comcast.net. So I will stay on the line for a few more minutes, and I'd be happy to take questions, or you can send them to my email. So Jan, I did not mute anyone, so uh, if you can unmute anybody, and if they don't have any questions, feel free to e email those questions to me. Hey, Dr. Laura Davey here. Hey, Dave. Listen to the whole thing, it was great, and my wife's listening to, um, listening to the uh, seminar as well. Um, just want to ask you um, the major difference between the Juice Plus Plus that I'm taking and the regular Juice Plus, you know, with the veggies and the fruits. There's nothing different. There are there are berries, there's fruit, and there's vegetables. Uh, so the berry is made from all the uh, – so let me navigate back to the uh, that one slide that shows you what's in it. So it's all fruits and vegetables. If you're taking the berry, you're getting raspberry, blue, blueberry, pomegranate, concord grape, uh, blackcurrant, blackberry, elderberry, artichoke, cranberry, and cocoa. So that's the purple. If you're taking the, the red, that's all the fruits that you see there. If you're taking the green, that's all the vegetables. So with the Children's Health Study, to participate in the, in the um, Healthy Starts for Families, you're taking the fruit and vegetable. There is an added benefit, a significant added be benefit, especially if you're an athlete, if you add the berry on top of that. So Dave, I think you're taking the berry, but we really want to get you and all your family onto the fruit and the vegetable as well. Oh, that's great. Because my entire family's on it now. My son, my daughter, me, so... Um, it's working out. It's working out really well. I'm so happy to hear that. That's great. 
All right, are there any more questions? All right, if not, I'm gonna thank you all for joining. Even if you do have a question, if you're just too uh, intimidated to ask on the webinar, you can email your question to me. And uh, even if that, that means uh, how do I, how do I, how do I order? How do I join? How do I get someone to to? Uh, how do I help some people order these things? Because um, I'm a distributor, so send your questions to me, and I'm happy to help. If not, everybody have a really great night, and I wish you all a happy, healthy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Laura. You're welcome. Good night, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. We'll happy see you next week. Good night. Thank you. Good night.